0: And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful to have you. Hello, 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 and happy Friday. It is going to be a great day. If you have not had a chance to listen to uh, the interview from last week with Brother Drew Galloway, I would encourage you to go listen to it. I personally took notes on everything that he said and just so many treasures and good nuggets and inspiration and challenge to immerse yourself in the Word of God and to get to know the Word of God for ourselves. i was very ministered to by the things that he had to share. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. And also just a little reminder, unedited the book is now available at Pentecostal Publishing House, pph.com, as well as on Amazon. But right now you can use the code unedited at PPH for 10% off your order. So go ahead and check that out. And on one final administrative note, I would just like to say thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Um, unedited the podcast is at 50,000 downloads which is still a baby podcast by all means in the podcasting world but I'm just grateful and I guess surprised by that so thank you so much for being a part of this journey thank you to everybody who has liked shared commented etc I'm very very grateful Today I am going to do something very simple. I am just going to read Acts 28, kind of recreate how I read it, um, the little phrase that inspired a journal entry, and then going to read that resulting journal entry. I've had people say from time to time I could never write like you do, and quite honestly, I don't even know how I write. But um, just over the years, as things have jumped off the pages of scripture, I've just kind of expounded on them for myself in my journals and Um, There have been a a few that have been worth sharing, probably there's plenty that aren't worth sharing, but um, I just wanted to kind of maybe help see the backside, um, a little bit of the creative process. And so today, Acts 28, it says in verse one, and I will say recently I read through Acts twice. Um, Wow, I love the book of Acts. Signs, wonders, miracles, following, confirming the word. There's just so much. And if you haven't read Acts in a while, I would encourage you to dig in, get into it. Jesus came to establish a church that would follow in the footsteps of the apostles. We're built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And it is so imperative that we know how the apostles and how the disciples did church, how they did life, how they walked with God. And so, just a shameless pitch for the book of Acts. But Acts 28 goes like this. It says, and when they were escaped, okay, I squared that little phrase. When they were escaped, they had been in a storm. They had escaped by um, some on broken pieces of the ship and they all escaped to land that's at the end of acts 27 it says that they're escaped but then they knew that they were on an island called melita and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness for they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold i'll because of twice it was rain and cold that allowed them to experience this kindness from the island people. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the, barbarous, when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth him not to live. And he shook off the beast, okay, I squared that, into the fire, underline, and felt no harm. Squared that off in my Bible. Howbeit, they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while, they saw no harm come to him. They changed their minds and said unto him that he was a God. Now, when I read that phrase, should have, it was literally as if it just jumped off the page. When he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. And I just stopped right there. I remember the day I read that and it just struck me. And I was like, "Ooh, wow, there is something there. Paul should have died, but he didn't die. So I just kept on reading as they changed their minds. They said that he was a God. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the islands, whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously, circled courteously, underlined received us, underlined lodged us. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a but- bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when he was done, others also, which had diseases in the islands, came and were healed. Who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laden us with such things as were necessary. So they ended up being cared for by a barbarous people. I, I wrote that in my margin. And then kindness, lodging, courteousness, and provision were all a result of this story that had unfolded and so I I read through that and just really began to eat that little phrase should have that little sentence that says these islanders are watching they know what kind of venomous snake has just bitten Paul and he should have died but he didn't and so I really don't even recall how many days it was that I sort of just feasted on that little phrase but I ended up coming back And writing a journal entry that I will call should have. And so I would just encourage you. I know I've uh, done episodes on letting the Bible stop you. Slowing down with the word of God. Just let the word of God speak to you. And if something ministers to you, meditate on it. Continue to think about it. God might just show you a little phrase one day. And then continue to unpack that phrase in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. In the coming, coming days. You might eat off of a little phrase for weeks and weeks and weeks. That little phrase or that little verse from the word of God will just continue to minister to you. That has happened to me so many times. And so that's how I read Acts 28. And now I will share an unedited journal entry with you, should have. Yesterday, as I read Acts 28, the phrase should have jumped off the page at me. Chapters 27 and 28 detail the perilous journey of Paul and his shipmates from Jerusalem to Rome. Port to port, the ship slowly sails towards its destination, encountering several severe weather situations. They endure a tempestuous wind so strong it's named Euroclydon. This storm was so tumultuous that it evoked phrases like and we being exceedingly tossed with tempest. No small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved was taken away and fearing we should fall upon the rocks wished for the day. In spite of the severity of the storm, Paul is assured he will make it all the way to the intended destination, Rome. He encourages his fellow shipmates, And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. And there stood by me this night an angel of god whose i am and whom i serve saying fear not paul thou must be brought before caesar and lo god has given thee all that sail with thee wherefore sirs be of good cheer for i believe god and it shall be even as it was told me after 14 days in the storm the ship ran aground but just as Paul had said, all 276 sailors and prisoners aboard the ship escaped safely to land. I have always loved verses 44 and 45. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass they escaped all safe to land. And when they escaped, they landed on an island named Melita. The islanders showed them kindness make them a fire and receive them because of the rain and the cold. Paul, in an effort to help, gathers a bundle of sticks, places it on the fire, and a viper comes out of the heat and fastens itself on Paul's hand. The islanders see the venomous beast hanging on his hand. They talk amongst themselves, conclude he's a murderer, and though he's escaped the sea, this is the way fate would take him. But Paul shakes off the viper into the fire and feels no harm. And this is the line that struck me to my core, how be it when they looked and he should have fallen, how be it they, little redo there, when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. The barbarous people knew this snake and they knew what was inevitable from this snake bite. Paul should have swollen up or should have fallen down dead suddenly. Instead, he shook it off back where it came from and felt no harm. There are so many things in life, seasons I can look back on and say I should have. I should have given up on people. I should have walked away from God entirely. Others should have given up on me. God should have given up on me. My future should have been destroyed. I should have lost my mind and my sanity. I should have probably been dead. I should never have recovered from that heartbreak. The list could go on and on. And everyone else would probably have their own. You should have given up your faith when God didn't answer your prayer. You should have grown bitter because of your parents' divorce or your divorce. You should have never recovered from your failure. You should never have been restored to a sound mind and overcome the years of mental and emotional challenge. You should have ended up in prison or a halfway house or an institution because of your battle with sin and addiction. You should have. I should have. But the power of the Holy Ghost intervened. For Paul, the Holy Ghost was anti-venom. What should have killed him had no power over him. In the previous chapter, Paul had been told he'd make it to Rome and the promise prompted him to shake off that viper back into the fire. And those looking on observed and knew that Paul should have been dead, but he wasn't. He was very much alive and the thing that should have taken his life opened the door for the miraculous. The islanders decide Paul is not a murderer, but a god, and offered him lodging. A miracle of healing unfolds as he lays his hand on and prays for the father-in-law of his host. The survivors of the shipwreck are honored with many honors and are given things that are necessary for their journey. The unfortunate event that should have ended Paul's life The venom that should have closed out his ministry did not, but instead became a doorway for more ministry and perfectly timed provision. The barbarous people of the island show them kindness, receive them, lodge them courteously, and laid them with things such as are necessary. The New Living Translation says, as a result, we were showered with honors, and when the time came for us to sail, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. From this perspective, the storm, the shipwreck, the snakebite were fortuitous, not unfortunate. The providence of God scripted provision in a most unconventional way. What should have taken Paul out provided for his promise. The promise that he'd make it to Rome was funded by a venomous beast. So don't be surprised if the thing that should have killed you, crippled you, destroyed you, finished you off, becomes the very thing God uses to open doors to the miraculous, unfold callings and ministry, and fulfill promises. You should have, but you didn't. Shake off the snake and keep going. We probably all have some should have moments in life. If we read through the Bible, Joseph should have, David should have, Job should have. I love That the devil was so surprised by Job. He assumed Job would curse God, but Job didn't curse God. Job blessed God. And you should, but you won't. You should fall down and stay down, but you won't. You won't die. Just keep walking with Jesus today and in all the days to come. And that is how I read Acts 28. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MegUnedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, happy, sunshiny, joy-filled, amazing Friday.